Cleveland Browns versus the Philadelphia Eagles kick off week two of the 2023 NFL preseason. What prospects that you need to know for both teams and who will win? We'll tell you next on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. You are Locked On NFL Draft, your daily podcast covering the NFL Draft. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Locked family? Let's get locked in. Welcome back to the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, your daily podcast covering your favorite draft prospects, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your boy, Damian Parson, always on the ones and twos. You can find the follow me on Twitter at DP underscore NFL. I'm the host of the Locked On Clemson Podcast. And guys, thank y'all for making Locked On NFL Draft your first listen today and every day monday through friday appreciate you guys you know what we call you the family but y'all you guys are also our every dayers man we appreciate all the love and support and we have thursday night football and i can't i can't be across the the the, the wavelength for somebody else than my guy keith sanchez mr lsu to talk ball with you can find and follow him on twitter at the talent code keep talking to him baby What's up, Locked On family? This is Keith Sanchez, senior draft analyst with the Draft Network, man, in 2019 national champ with those LSU Tigers, man. But you know why we're here, right? Myself, Damon Parsons, we're here to bring you that championship level content every single day, 24-7-365, surrounding the NFL draft, draft prospects, rookies. You know we talk about it all, man. And guys, like DP said, man, this is Thursday night football, right? We're going into week two of the preseason of football, man. And we have a hell of a matchup. We have a lot of talent, a talented, two talented teams. We have two physical teams. They've been in joint practices with each other. DP, I've been reading articles, right? The Philadelphia Eagles, the Cleveland Browns, they've been getting after it. I've heard that it's been physical practices. I heard it's been good on good. So I'm really excited. So we're going to kick this thing off with this, man. We're going to talk about the prospects, the guys to watch for the Cleveland Browns, the guys to watch for the Philadelphia Eagles. And then, like we always do, we're going to put it on wax, baby. We're going to pick them. We're going to pick the teams that we think are going to win the football game, man. So let's kick this thing off, man. And I'm DP. I'm not, I usually toss it to you and I toss you a, a, a ask you a question i'm going to say this Dorian thompson robbins is going to start dp tell me what you think we're going to see i'm happy about it i think we're going to see we're going to get the chance to see just how he fares against potentially because this is what this is the third preseason game for the cleveland browns this is the second preseason game for the philadelphia eagles i expect the eagles defense to be the starting group so if so keith we get to see dorian thompson robinson against the Jalen Carter, possibly Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham and, you know, that that number one defense. And that's the litmus test we want to see from him because I tweeted out that he should be the QB too. And somebody said, well, I want to see him against the twos and not the threes. I said, that's a valid point. Now we're probably going to get to see him against the ones, hopefully, Keith. So I expect to see this young man, like Kevin Stefanski, get him – Get him comfortable. Get him into a rhythm. Get the run game going. Different things like that. Move the launch point, but allow him to get into a rhythm. Let him to get comfortable and not have to, you know, just kind of stress on. Don't do what Kyle Shanahan did to, to Trey Lance. Don't come out in the first three series you run the ball two times. Like, no, man. Like, you you got to give your young quarterback some help, dog. So I expect to see that and see Kevin Stefanski try to, you know, I don't think Elijah Moore. I think he got he hurt his, his ribs last week. Um, in, in the first preseason game or in the second preseason game with Deshaun Watson as the starter last week. I don't know if we'll see him, 
but just kind of get the ball to his weapons, showcase that arm talent. And then once he gets comfortable, then you start to see him improvise with his legs, extend plays, make plays down the field. You know what I mean? Be able to push the ball down the field. I'm ex- I'm excited to see DTR against uh, more than likely at least some part of the, the first team defense for a little while since he's the starter of this game. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think that's the headline, right? That is, that is the headline thing or the headline matchup with this matchup with him facing the Eagles is, okay, cool. Like, And, and we talk about the Philadelphia Eagles as being one of the more talented rosters as far as depth. So even if it's not starters, right, their backups are still pretty good, right? Like we we we, we seen Elias Ricks with the pick six last week, right? And he can make, make a quarterback pay. So I'm extremely excited to see Dorian Thompson Robinson. But DP, I'm going to go ahead and flip to the other side of the football. And this is for the AFC North. This is for Cleveland Browns fans, right? Apu Aika, right? The defensive tackle is going to be extremely important because the way this roster is currently constructed, even last year, right? You 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 had you had Miles Garrett on the outside, and then you had other edge rushers, right, to kind of supplement the edge. But the weak point of this defense was the interior of the defensive line. That was the weak point of this defense. So I think that they have to they have to improve that. Um, and and Apu Ike is going to be a big part. I think they selected him in the third round, I believe, if if I remember correctly. So they 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 used a, a pretty valuable. That might have been a first draft pick, right? Because I don't think they had a first or a second rounder. So I believe they selected Apu Aika in the third round, and he's going to have to play significant snaps. He's going to have a role, right? His role is going to be helping stop the run, um, you know, with, with the fillet. And I think what, what better test than a Philadelphia Eagles offense, an offense that likes to run the football, they're known for power, they're known for their offense. And DP, there's one other guy, and you know I liked him in – the previous draft, right? And and that and, and well, a couple years ago, JOK, right? Jeremiah Owosu, yeah. Aku. I don't I'm I feel like I probably messed that up, but <laughs> getting Jeremiah him healthy, man, uh Kamora. There we go. I, I what people call Kamora, him JOK, yeah. JOK for short. J-O-K. I'm gonna go with J O K for short, man, because he like the rest of this defensive back feel right. Like, I mean, is 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 laid right like like they say right it is loaded they have a lot of talent man and he's a key piece to that because he's like a hybrid linebacker safety so i would definitely want to see um you know just see him healthy see him active seeing him flying around making plays on a football because i think he could really do it and if i continue deep i won't rattle off one other guy not to steal the whole segment um that 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 would be cornerback from 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 uh from mississippi state second year guy flashed a lot martin emerson um, you know, the situation with Greedy Williams, that consistently was weird. Um, it seemed like this is a guy that's stepping in. They relied on him a lot last year. He played a lot as a rookie, and I have to think that they're going to play him a lot in this game just to kind of get his feet wet, keep him, you know, just get him, keep him going. Um, all the reps he can get as a young guy, especially with them depending on him. So that's the couple guys that I'm looking for, DP, with the Cleveland Browns matchup. No, and those are some good names, Keith. I, I, for me, especially on the defensive side of the ball, Ronnie Hickman, the safety man, who who, who played very well, very well in, in in the game last week, man. You know, you know, forty five snaps. You know, he played a lot in coverage. Uh, you know, he, he looked good out there. You know, a willing tackler, moved well. All the things that we kind of saw, all the things we saw at Ohio State, right? You know, the instincts, all of that stuff, and it's like. You know, he slipped down the draft boards, but I think they might have got a, gotten him a steal at the safety position with him, pair him up potentially with Grant Delpit. Um, or if Grant Delpit, you know, contract comes up and you can, don't want to pay him, you have you got a, a guy that you possibly can uh, can can supplement in that regard. The center, um, who had, when he first declared, some people say he was the best center in the class, and that was Luke Weipler out of Ohio State, yeah, right? So, yeah. you know, having him there, yeah. you know, and another guy that, that plays some solid ball, you know, last week, I want to, you know, just kind of see how he handles 
when he gets in, like the because this this uh defensive line for the Eagles is so deep in terms of how many how many different bodies they can throw at you yeah, and different you know, body types. I just thought about a key matchup, man. Will will we see Nolan Smith and Dewan Jones go after it? Right. Bro, like, that was like the next name I was that? gonna throw out was Dewan Jones. Go ahead, go ahead. You go ahead, do your thing. Yeah. That's that that's a good point because that's a uh a tail of the tape of two different style fighters. You got the big heavyweight, right? And then you have a guy who plays like a heavyweight, but he's more of a probably light heavyweight, middleweight, some you know, if you want yeah, to put him in there that blurt, that burst, that explosiveness, the bend um that, that Nolan Smith has, man. Like, but that's the thing, like Dewan Jones does a good job protecting the outside. I'm waiting for somebody to counter him and go cross face. Cause I'm just like, this big dude is what six eight. 360, like 60, 70, 80 pounds with long arms, you are not winning the edge unless it's a short edge on him. You know what I'm saying? He, he knows how to use that, that, that his frame to his advantage. So what do you do? He likes to overset. I want to see somebody work back inside. And I think Nolan Smith is that guy that has that change of direction, give him that little Euro step, uh, that basketball tournament, and, and work back inside, Keith. And then one other, um, one other, D- Dimitri Felton, man. Listen, Kareem Hunt is a free agent. Right. Um, I think the, the backup running back behind Nick Chubb was Jerome Ford out of Cincy, who I liked coming out of, out of, out of college. But Dimitri Felton has looked good through two preseason games. Ex, you know, uh, electric, explosive, dynamic, elusive. Can, we know that he played running back and receiver when he was at UCLA, right, in the Pac-12, so he can catch the ball out of the backfield, line up in the slot. All I'm saying is this. Give him the, the – if you put, put DTR, I'm pretty sure that Nick Chubb ain't playing. Start Dimitri Felton again, right? I think that he should be their, their RB, too. I truly believe that, Keith. And I feel like if he goes out there and does a good job against the starting defense, potentially the starting defense uh, for the for the Philadelphia Eagles, man, he, he could be that, that good change of pace back to give defenses something else to worry about when Nick Chubb walks off the field in the regular season. Yeah, and I think he's going to have to if this Cleveland Browns, obviously Nick Chubb, you know, he, he he's the bell cow. But what made them special in the past couple of years was the fact that they had two backs, right? And, and he's going to have to step up and be that change of pace guy, man, because you just don't know what running backs, obviously them getting beat up. And you want Nick Chubb to be healthy throughout the season and into the postseason if the Cleveland Browns have aspirations of making a deep playoff. Well, DP, we finished up the Cleveland Browns, man. And if you have your notebook, you're saying check mark, check mark, check mark, man. You have all the names, man. We gave you probably five to seven names, man, of Cleveland Browns. Definitely guys to look out for. But DP, now it's time for us to go to the other side of the field, right? We have to go from one bench to the other bench, man, and talk about those Philadelphia Eagles, man. And I'll tell you this, DP, the Philadelphia Eagles have done such a good job drafting over the past three years. We have a lot of names. You probably have 10, 12, maybe 15 names, primarily Georgia Bulldogs, man. So, Coming up next, man, we're going to get into these Philadelphia Eagles players to watch, man, because it's such a deep and talented team that you're going to be looking at starters. You're going to be looking at guys that potentially get cut from the Philadelphia Eagles, and they're going to start for another team. So coming up next, we get into those Philadelphia Eagles. Did you know that 80% of men will experience hair thinning in their lifetime? Guys, it's normal, but it doesn't have to be your fate. You can get ahead of thinning with Nutrafol. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement Clinically shown to improve your hair growth, the visible thickness, and the visible scalp scalp coverage. Uh, Nutrafol's hair growth supplements use physician-formulated, natural, and science-backed ingredients, and their drug-free, patented technology provides consistent, reliable results without compromising your sexual health. Guys, and it works. In a clinical study, 84% 
of the men showed improvement in their hair after six months of taking Nutrafol. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com slash men and enter the promo code LOCKEDONNFL. The city of brotherly love, Keith. I don't, I never understood that term because those people don't really seem like the most loving yeah, it, individuals. It, it's crazy because they they've embraced and not but they've embraced both, right? They they've embraced being the the most harshest, ruthless fans, but then they also embrace the term the city of brotherly love. I like I couldn't think of two more contradicting. It's an oxymoron. Situations. I don't get it. Yeah, yeah. It, it but they, they embrace both of them. I don't get it. I don't get it. But DP, they do. Where um, you was going, man? Where you was going? With? It's 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 weird. So I, I I I had to say that. But Keith, you know this team was in the Super Bowl. It's crazy to be the Super Bowl champions and then go get two national champions on the defensive side of the ball. In the first round of the NFL draft with Jalen Carter and Nolan's throw three. You're right. Keely You're right. Because they got Jordan Davis the year before. You're you absolutely Ringo. correct. And Nicole. And Keely Ringo. Yeah. So the name and, and Keely Ringo is one of the names I, I'm keeping my eye on. Keith. Keely Ringo and Elias Ricks. I want to talk those two corners, man. You know what I mean? Because okay. what the, the good thing about both of those for those both of those young men, they don't have to start right away. They get to sit behind uh James Bradbury and, and Darius Slay, right? It's still got Avante Maddox, I think, in the slot, if I remember correctly. So, like, you don't have to start those guys right away. But I'm excited to watch them and see how they perform, you know what I mean, to finish out the preseason because you know they're going to get a lot of snaps. Just being able, can they handle man-to-man coverage? We did see the, the pick six from Elias Ricks that you talked about in the first segment. We saw that last week where he's playing off coverage, fluid hips, turns his hips, breaks on the ball. You see the instincts. You know, are these guys – going to live up to the billing of just being more zone corners, Keith? Or can they handle the man-to-man task from snap to snap against NFL-caliber wide receivers at the highest level? Man, I, that's why I, those are two names, first two names that came to mind when I thought about who am I watching from the Philadelphia Eagles? Yeah, I, I think this cornerback position is important. DP, I'm looking at this roster, and I didn't even know that this move was made. Greedy Williams, <laughs> I mentioned him for the Cleveland Browns. He's actually on – the like per ESPN, oh, he is he, on the Eagles, yeah. He, he's on the Eagles, yeah. I, for, I, I, I forgot that move slipped my mind. So, we're going to watch Greedy Williams, right? We're just watching him for a different team. But, DP, I agree with you. The cornerback, Keely Ringo, right? Then you have Elias Ricks, man. Somebody has to get let go, right? And you're talking about either a really good athlete and Keely Ringo, which I, I don't think he's going to get let go. And somebody, Elias Ricks, an instinctual type football player, right? And then you're talking about Greedy Williams out there. Then you're talking about, right? They, they still have, you know, I'm looking at other players, James Barry, Avante Maddox. So th- this is a lot of people, Josh Job, right? A lot of people that these Mario Goodrich from Clemson. Yeah, they, they have a lot of people on this roster, man. That like we talked about, if, if they're not gonna meet the Eagles, this is these are still players that are gonna make somebody's potential 53-man roster, and you're gonna see them play football. But DP, I'll tell you where I'm gonna go with this. I'm gonna go straight to the trenches and who I'm looking at, and that's big boy. I haven't heard much, and I don't, I don't know if he's injured i don't think he's injured correct me if i'm wrong and that's jordan davis um i just haven't seen much right we've seen so much about jalen carter and the impact he's going to have i want to see what jalen what is jalen carter going to do is this going to be a situation where it's that exact opposite right from what happened at georgia where jordan davis you know he he got the he got the nod 
and then Jalen Carter was the spell guy for you? Is it going to be the opposite where Jalen Carter is going to be the dude and Jordan Davis, you're just going to come in on spell situations because one of those two guys is going to have to step up a lot, right, with them losing Hargraves uh, to the 49ers, I believe. Yeah. So one of those guys are going to have to step up. So I'm looking at Jordan Davis. And then I also want to see, man, one of my favorite players from two drafts ago, N'Kobe Dean. Right, I want to see him get on the field a lot. They lost what two of their linebackers, the Philadelphia Eagles. I yeah, know they lost one, Edwards they, and I forget the other guy's name, but I think it was, it yeah, lost they, like they, yeah, they, they lost two linebackers. So I definitely want to see, you know what I'm saying, see what he does and, and, and see how he plays. And you know, because a big knock on him was size, right? And I want to see if he's able to, to compensate for that size, you know, use his instincts. We know he's an extremely smart guy, engineering major, made a a ton of plays at University of Georgia, um, you know, was a green dot type guy, right? Like he knew all the play calls and everything. So I want to see him. And then the last guy on his defense, DP, would be Sidney Brown. Um, I just tweeted out a clip from him, man, when they played, I think it was last week's, um, last week's preseason game, man. And the guy, he, he, he was just one of those guys, DP, where when you watched him, you're like, look, I don't know if I'll take this guy in the first round. And he'd be like, you know what, third round, all day long, right? Like, and I and I know I'm gonna have me a good football player because he just was, yeah. you know, he he wasn't a guy that checked the the box of length and height and everything, but he just was a good football player, it's much like Antoine Wilfield Jr. for the Tampa Bay Bucks, right? He was similar to that, to where you knew these guys were limited just due to their physical frame, but they were just instinctual football players, man. And these are the type of guys that you win football games, which I definitely want to see Sidney Brown and how he shows. Yeah, I'm glad you dropped Sidney Brown's name, Keith. I, I, your boy from Alabama on the offensive line, Tyler Steen. Yes, sir. Uh, looked pretty decent last last week. They kicked. They have him at guard, uh, which is part of the discussion we had pre pre draft. Was yeah. like, man, he moves well. He's he's strong, but the arm length was concerning. And it was like, is he going to play guard when he gets into the league? And the the, the Eagles drafted him, I think, third round. If I remember, third or fourth round, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. And they have him uh, pegged at, at the right guard position. That's that's where he's been slated. And like I said, he played, you know, played last week, and he looked looked pretty decent. I want to see him go out there and just continue to to get better because just com- continue to improve this in this offensive line. When you pay your quarterback, you got to be able to have cost efficient contracts, you know, all over the field. I think Tyler Steen could be one of those steals for them, Keith. Um, another guy, you know, on Tanner McKee, um, you know, from Stanford, the quarterback who looked good last week, you know, had some really nice throws um, in his first NFL action. And there he's out. He's away from that weird. I don't know why Stanford ran that deep mesh, you know, RPO offense with a six foot six slow footed quarterback. Like it doesn't make sense to me, man. You know what I mean? So now he, he's a more traditional offense, offense that fit him better. And he looked better all around. He, he would be a guy, DP, that I would wonder if if, this, if these are just simply resume situations for him. And what I mean is that he he is totally different from an athletic skill set than oh, yeah. the other guys that they have on the depth chart, right? And I'm looking, obviously, Jalen Hurts, but they have Marcus Mariota, and I know Ian Book plays some recently, right? He's, a, he's an athlete, a, too. Yeah, he's still a pretty good athlete. And Tanner McKee is the only one that's kind of the odd man out. And I'm not saying that this is a bad thing, right? But what I'm saying is, is that maybe this is not the the perfect offense for him. And maybe from an offensive coordinator perspective, right, he's not the perfect quarterback to fit your system. But maybe he can do a good job of showcasing himself to then go somewhere with a more traditional offense for him. So I I, I like that you brought his name up, DB, because he's listed as fourth on the depth chart, you know, on the ESPN depth chart. But this is still huge reps for him because he may be showcasing his next home. 
that and, and he could potentially knock out, you know, knock Ian Book off the roster. You know yes, what I mean? Where yeah, he's QB three, you know, <laughs> or probably QB two with me Marcus Mariota has played. You know what I mean right. throughout his career? Like he even in the preseason, he's still not throwing the ball like on time. He's still like making plays with his legs and stuff. But you know, at least you know Tanner McKee could potentially move up the, the chart to to being QB QB three if they decide to keep three QBs um, and everything like that. But you know, I think that for him, you know, like I said, he made some good throws, some good plays. So I definitely want to see what 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 else he can bring uh, to the table, uh, you know, for for this offense, man. Because at the end of the day, you know, Jalen Hurts is, is QB one. But like I said, for these type of moments, like Tanner McKee, like all these teams that need like a good backup, you know what I mean? They got an older quarterback, the Minnesota Vikings. I think that's the first one that come to everybody's mind. Like they need somebody behind Kirk Cousins, so that could potentially be. The predecessor and stuff like that to where if Tandem Key's cut or something like that, you can go ahead and make that call. Man, this Eagles team has a ton of talent. Key, I want to look at the running backs to see, you know, Kenneth Gainwell and, and, and Rashad Penny, who's going to be like RB2. I know that there's a tweet saying that, that uh, Gainwell might be RB1 uh, and get a lot of the touches. We'll see how that plays out. But they, tra- they traded for DeAndre Swift, so I expect him to be RB1. But just kind of to see who's going to be that, that second back on this offense, man, to really give Jalen Hurts all the complimentary weapons he needs at his disposal. Yep. No, I agree, DP. I agree. I agree. I agree, man. So I appreciate that breakdown. That was, I feel like it was a really good break. I knew we had a lot of players, man. We probably got in there for 12 to 15 players that go around. But DP, coming up next, man, is our, my favorite segment. I don't know if it's your favorite segment. I'm not going to speak for you, man, but my favorite segment. And that's the pick. Right? I like picking the winner. And then figuring out for him. And, and I almost like it a little bit more in the preseason because it's the depth chart, right? Like now we're looking at yeah. the depth and like, okay, I know these guys are not playing. Then I envision these guys being better than these guys. So, man, we're getting, we're coming up next. We're getting into the pick them. We're going to pick who we think is going to win this game and why. It's time to pick them, guys. You know what time it is. It, we, we're about to pick this game, give the winning predictions. Cleveland Browns, Philadelphia Eagles, Thursday night football. Doubt we, I don't know if we see any of Jalen Hurts. Like we know we're not seeing Deshaun Watson. Not sure if we see any of Jalen Hurts. But, Keith, who is winning this game tonight? DP, so you, you said something very key at the top of the podcast, right? You said that this is technically preseason game three for the Cleveland Browns, right? But it's preseason game two for the Philadelphia Eagles, which is usually the warm-up game. So I'm kind of, I'm confused, right? I don't know who's going to play, who's not going to play. Like it, it's kind of confusing because they're not on the same path, right? And so my this is what my heart is telling me, and I'm going to go – my heart and my mind is telling me, but I don't know how many starters the Eagles are going to play. But I'm going to go with the Cleveland Browns. I think the Cleveland Browns are going to um, win this game. I, I like them in the trenches, obviously, but I think they're going to have more young guys that they're trying to get out there on the field. We talked about how deep the Philadelphia Eagles are, but I think at key positions like Dorian Thompson Robinson playing at least a half, I think is really going to matter. And then another key position that we didn't talk about with the Eagles and is because they don't give us any names, but I don't know how much I like their wide receivers past AJ Brown and Devontae Smith, right? So how many points are they actually going to put up? Like that number three, that number four, that number five wide receiver uh, slot is, is looking very interesting. I'm reading off, I'm looking at the names, and I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. So I'm going to go with the Cleveland Browns, man, because even if 
you know, a decent amount of, of uh, Philadelphia Eagles starters. I think that the Cleveland Browns, they play a physical mentality of football, right? Like, so they'll be able to stop the run, things like that. So I'm going to go with – I think it's going to be a close one. I think it's going to be a good one. I think it's going to be a physical game. Um, but I'm going to go with the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, Keith, I was looking at that wide receiver core the entire show when we got to that that Eagles segment. I was like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Uh, <laughs> it, caught, it, it caught me – it took me for a loop. It took me for a loop, but – not so fast, my friend. I'm picking the Philadelphia Eagles in this game, Keith. I think the the defensive side of the ball, like when they go second, third, and probably even fourth string, they got mm-hmm. some dudes. Even though, especially on the defensive line, man, um, and, and guys that you know, I wasn't able to get to Milton Williams, Marlon Tui Pelotu, you know, what I mean, Catavius Street, Moro Ojomo from Texas. Like they got a lot of guys on the defensive line. Then the the backup linebackers just bringing in Zach Cunningham and Miles Jack recently and everything. I think that they have um, – and then and one of my guys, Teron Jackson, edge rusher out of CCU, of course, the Carolina, great great dude, hard worker. Uh, but I think that, you know, he should get enough burn as well as Janarius Robinson, the other edge rusher from Florida State. I think the defense is going to help that second, third <laughs> offense for uh, the, the, the Philadelphia Eagles, man. So I'm picking the Eagles to walk away from this game. I do think it's going to be a good game. Uh, once those starters are sat down, man, we really get to get deep into this, to the talent that's on this team. I think the talent, the talent discrepancy is going to be a little bit too much for them Cleveland Browns. Well, DP, I'll tell you this, man, real quick before I wrap this up. I, I agree with you. Like, that defensive line is extremely deep. Um, and I, you know, when you read off when you read off the names, I was like, oh man, yeah, okay, that's that's kind of scary, right? But the Cleveland Browns, if you're talking about one team that has the opportunity, right, to make something happen, it's the Cleveland Browns because they have nothing but mobile quarterbacks, right? Kellen Mond, Josh Dobbs, they went nothing. But, but so I'm I'm expecting a, a lot of tucking runs from the Cleveland Brown quarterbacks, DP. But now that, that was definitely a good point that you made. I didn't I didn't even think about that. But like I said, I think it's gonna be a good game. I think we're gonna have some highlights. I think it's gonna be fun and it's going to be physical. But DP, that wraps up, man. That wraps up today's show, man. We're talking about Thursday. We're talking about Thursday night football. We've gave we've given you the prospect, man. Tweet at us. Talk to us this evening when you're watching a football game, man. Let us know who's standing out for you, who you want to make your roster, who you're okay with letting go, man, and what points or what parts do you want to improve your roster. So, man, make sure y'all tap in. Y'all talk to us, man. You know you're locked on NFL Draft. We tapped in with us 24-7, 365. Shout out to you guys, our everydayers. Yes, sir. Go subscribe and follow for free on YouTube. Wherever you listen to podcasts, get the latest episode as soon as it is available. Guys, you know, especially on the YouTube side, hit the bell notification after you subscribe. Like the, the videos, comment, talk to us, like he said, but hit the bell notification so you're notified whenever we drop content on the channel. Um, in terms of, you know, as we always tell you, man, thank you all for making Locked on NFL Drafts your first listen today and every day, Monday through Friday. In terms of Twitter, you can find and follow us. Uh, you know, Keith Sanchez at the talent code, me, Damian Parson, DP underscore NFL. On tomorrow's show, we have Friday Night Lights. We have a couple more games, multiple games that we'll get into and break down the prospects that you need to know about. Keep an eye on Friday night for Friday Night Lights in the NFL, the week two of the NFL preseason. But come and join the conversation again tomorrow on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team.